Hi, welcome back to Reflections. And as I said at the start of the program that we have a very special guest and we are now going to be introducing her. This is June Carroll, J.C. Lodge. J.C. Lodge, <laughs> welcome to Reflections. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Now, you were in town. Uh, right now, you came in for a, a big show happened just a yes. couple of days ago. Pluto and Friends. And this, 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 is, um, this has been your first performance in South Florida in many years. Many years. In fact, I can't even remember when I was here last for a show. It's been that long. <laughs> what was the reaction for you? What? Well, I was warned that, you know, people were looking forward to seeing me, which mm -hmm. was a thrill for me. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, they turned up and they looked like they were enjoying my performance and right. I certainly enjoyed them. So, right, right. Yeah, now, I usually try to remind people, artists, my guests, how we first met and i didn't meet you personally until 1988 even though you know we have been supporting the music and playing jc lad yeah. we first met in japan of all right. places yeah <laughs> of all places <laughs> because that year what they used to japan splash they used to have different mcs yes and that particular year was my year yeah and and i said it to you a couple of times you have that um <laughs> you know i had no clue what I, what to expect you were the star of the show at the time um you know you were coming off all your big hits telephone love and all those songs yeah. you were really like a, a a pop star yes because they also had released home is where the heart is and mm. the video was showing in japan as well yeah. and that was an r b Kind right, of like a right. crossover blend reggae and orange. That was the first time for you there, 1988? Um, it could have been. I can't quite recall. Maybe mm. Errol can remind me. I think so. It, yeah. Right. And were you, were you a bit... I was surprised at the reception. Yes. The first, time, the first time we went to Japan, we were overwhelmed with... Well, first of all, how polite the people oh, all were. And, you know, Discipline. they laid on everything, you <laughs> yeah. know, the fruits and the yeah. flowers yeah. in every room you stayed in. And, you know, the treatment was just really like regal. Right. And then the reception from the audience was like, wow. I mean, I remember that when I was singing Loving You, I saw people in the audience crying. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I'm really reaching yeah. these yeah. people, you know. Because a... when I, you know, they told me, um, if I don't say anything else, just make sure I say Irie. <laughs> say yeah. Irie and you're good with them. And I, they come I back, Irie, And when I introduced you and you came on, again, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But they were singing the lyrics to your songs. Yeah, in their own style. In, yeah. Their, their own version of it. But I, yeah, I'm, very enthusiastic. Before we, the final show was done in, that was Tokyo? You, you did a little shows around yes, the island, outside. really. Yes, yes, yeah. And I remember one day we were on the tour bus and I was like, Irby Miller. Mm -hmm. Keyboardist. Yeah, he was he was there too. Yes. And you were all giving jokes and you were very, I would say, um, I was expecting over the years you have built up your your name and your career i was expecting a very egotistical person yeah i was expecting <laughs> someone that you know 
JC Lodge, you know. But you, you're very personable. <laughs> you're very don't to hurt. Yeah, man. Oh, I mean, you have hit in England. Someone loves you, honey, all over the world. Mm -hmm. How do you keep so grounded? Well, it's not something I try to do. I'm just being me. So you're just being yeah, you, just right, being me. Right. Yeah, I mean, life has its ups and downs, you know. Right. It's a roller coaster, and you, you roll with it. Right. I mean, I know some people do develop egos. Right. But I think usually people like that have some... It's usually an issue that they have with mm. themselves, like right. that maybe underneath it all they're lacking confidence. <laughs> yeah, lacking something, you know? right. So they need to do that to convince themselves right. that they really are. I am special. Right. I'm bad. That what I was expecting. <laughs> by, the, by the time I met you, you were a super superstar. Oh. Now let's go back a bit. Let's go back to seventy nine eighty. Mm. the story goes, and you can tell me if that's that's true. You did a demo and a cassette. Yes, that's true. So. And so your your friend at the time errol yes took this demo to was it joe gibbs well that, that's where it ended up it went through many hands and into many ears before it reached joe to gibbs joe, because right. we weren't in the music industry at all we didn't know anybody in the business really mm. but we were living at a apartment block called mm. Tradewinds Apartments Trade in, in New Kingston. Mm -hmm. And a lot of musicians used to either live there or yeah, hang around there. there. Yeah. But, oh, sorry, let me go back a little bit further. We started at Ruthven Court, which was nearby, mm -hmm. like another road over. And um, at Ruthven Court, we met Charles Lewin, who was a big disc jockey ah, yes, at the J time on, the on JBC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he was actually the first person in the industry, I would say, that got to listen to this cassette that mm -hmm. Errol and I you know, it was Errol's songs, he wrote them, mm -hmm. I sang them, Errol banged on the table, mm -hmm. the, the beat, I bounced some harmonies onto it on right. this cassette, mm -hmm. and we let Charles listen to it because he was on the radio and he lived in the same complex, and mm -hmm. he said, wow, you know, these songs are quite good, he was surprised, you know. So then he must have mentioned it to Jeff Dixon. Jeff Dixon, yes. right, right. And um, I remember Jeff, we, we had a meeting with Jeff Dixon and he said, so what's your act? And I mean, we were just two green youngsters who were like, act? What does he mean? <laughs> what does he mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a clue. Yeah. So we weren't ready for that. And then after that, you know, we met some other musicians at Tradewinds Apartments where mm -hmm. we moved to. Ala from Chalice was living there, ah. you know. Mm -hmm. Trevor was their lead singer at one Trevor point. Roper. He passed away. Trevor mm -hmm. Roper, he mm -hmm. was living there. Mm -hmm. Who else was living there as musicians? But, you know, either living there or passing mm -hmm. through because of mm -hmm. Ala and Trevor being there. Yeah. So. That's another connection we had to right, listen right. to this cassette. And it went through quite a few other hands, Clive Hunt and some other people. Till eventually to ended up at Joe Gibbs Studio. And this cassette, this you know, mysterious cassette that people <laughs> talk about. Was it one song no, or no, a combination no. of songs? It must have had a about six songs, maybe? About oh, six songs. Original. Oh, Errol is in the studio holding up both hands. <laughs> telling me it's ten, at least ten. Okay. I don't remember. It's so long ago. This is like 1970-something. Right. Anyway, but um, by 1980, mm -hmm. you know, it um, reached to Joe Gibbs' studio. Was Someone Love Love no, no, Your no. Honey? Someone Honey. Loves Your Honey is a cover song. These were all Errol's original. original material. Absolutely original. Okay. Yeah. So how did... Because for most people around the world, yeah. your introduction to the industry was through so, someone, someone loves you, honey. honey. That's where they would have first. When did that come into play? 
So that happened because, okay, we went so many trips to Joe Gibbs' studio after we handed in the cassette well, because mm -hmm. there was always our bag of people outside mm -hmm. Joe yeah, Gibbs' studio so waiting he to audition. Thing at the time. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we were just in that crowd waiting mm -hmm. to hear back about this cassette. Mm -hmm. Was somebody going to record one of these songs? Because yeah. that was our hope, you know? So, ho, ho, ho. The, the, those demos you have was for other people yeah. to. It wasn't for you? No, I had I'm no intention me. of being a singer. No. Oh I was my just, goodness. I was just the voice to present the okay, song. Okay, so you, you were really the demo, demo, yes, demo. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So finally, finally, after so many visits, countless visits, right. and missing off time from work to go and line yeah. up and thing, finally it was our turn, and Errol Thompson came out to us with, with the cassette, and he said to me, Is who sing them song here upon this tape? And I said, It was me. And he said, Hmm. Yeah, one sing a tune with you, one do a tune with you. Yeah, and we still thought it was going to be one of those songs. And uh, actually, the first song he presented to me was "Do That to Me One More Time" by Captain oh, and Tennille. Yeah, right, right. And I knew the song, so did you ever record it? Yeah, that's what oh, I recorded for oh, them you first. Recorded. Okay. But they only released it in the Bahamas. Oh, and you know we didn't. And I've never heard of it. I've, I've never heard, heard it since the day <laughs> I sang it. I've never heard that song. But we were told that the reception was quite good, oh. and so they were interested in doing more work with right, me. Right. So then it was at that point they presented. Someone Loves You Honey. They asked me if I know, you know this song with Charlie Pride saying mm -hmm. Someone Loves You Honey? I said, yes, I've heard it. And that was... How often, how often is it that the demo voice ends up being... I don't think... The, I've never heard of it. No, I don't I've think. heard of demo it voices. Unless set. you recorded it in a studio. It couldn't happen. We were recording this in our flat, our apartment where we were living. You know, on a cassette player, that's not going to be good quality. Is you it? are destined to do. You are destined for this <laughs> because I know what a demo. Usually, you, you give a demo. Yeah. This is how I like the song to sound. Yeah. Well, so nowadays, nowadays when people do demos, it's just like a recording, oh. a proper recording, because everybody's got a home studio now. Right. You know, you have all the equipment to make it sound great, and oh, it's okay. all digital, isn't yeah, it? Right. But in these days, this is a cassette. A cassette. You know, younger people probably. What's she talking about? So audio cassette. They so. So Errol said, okay, he, he wanted you to do Someone Loves You, honey. Yeah, Errol Thompson. Errol so, Thompson, um, the Joe engineer. Gibbs engineer. Yeah. Did you try, once he suggested that, did mm. you try to push one of the original that Of Errol course, only? we're always pushing our originals <laughs> to this day. Yeah. We're still pushing our originals. And what yeah. was the reaction when? And uh, they got in, we got two of them included on the album. On the album. The Someone Loves You, honey album. And yeah. what two were they? It was um, Stay In Tonight and Pushover. And push over. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now you, they decided they're gonna record you for someone loves you. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Yeah. Recording is done. How long did it take them to release the song? Sorry, uh, I think it was about three months. Three months. Yeah, I think it was about three months. And when you first heard it on the radio, this is your first song. You didn't go out to be a singer. No. You just, when you first heard it on, on, on the radio? It was radio. unbelievable. It was, I mean, from they told us that they were going to re release it, we were mm -hmm. like, I'm going to have a record and people are going to be playing this on the radio. <laughs> yeah. And Errol and I, you know, every day we were like tuning in, going from this station to that. Mm. Who's going to play it first? Are we, how, we're gonna, when are we going to hear it? And then we heard it and it's like, my goodness, it's me. <laughs> the, the, the genesis of this record is very interesting. Did you expect it to go the route that it went? How could we have had any <laughs> expectations? None whatsoever. Mm. 
just hearing it on the radio alone was like, wow, what an achievement. We've arrived. Yeah. I have a, a record As playing a on radio. radio. That alone was something. And then to start hearing it's climbing up the charts. It's number one on this chart, number one on that chart. It's crossed over. It's in America. It's number one on this chart, that yeah, chart. Yeah, right. It was mind blowing for a first record. For a first record. Yeah. And not many, not many artists get that first hit first record that's, the, that's true. most of them have to put out a few singles and then something hits yeah i've but gone in the reverse you, you have done it in the <laughs> reverse you know yeah but then you went on to be that year you you were awarded new female artist of the year yeah new artist of the year record of the year yes as a young person not expecting anything yeah how did you handle that fame and, and and it made me a bit worried to be honest <laughs> really yeah because you know i then with all the accolades they expect you when you perform now to be mm -hmm. at that level because right. you know this is an established hit it, so it, the it. artist must match that right and i wasn't matching it at all i was just this nervous so did you go and get some touch up brush up and the only brush up i got was from errol <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a little brush up or to perform or to there, there weren't any but there's nobody in jamaica doing anything like that you know grooming preparing Groom, right, artists right, there's right. nothing like that in jamaica so you're not, just not, green. not in those days this is green, green go, person yeah. never like, intended to be a singer yeah. all of a sudden what they go up there, go sing this song now and i'm like and I, what I used to do is look up into the lights and kind of blind my eyes, you know, because when you look into the lights, yeah, right, you just yeah, get yeah, these flashes and you can't see the people. Mm -hmm. That's what I used to do. And just stand on the <laughs> spot and sing this. Thing. I saw a video with you, to be honest. Like, it was Someone Loves You, honey. I think Top of the Pops are somewhere the Pops. In, in England, though. It's no. Uh, that song, funnily enough, it's very popular in England, but it never... I think did it enter the British charts? Maybe it went to like ninety nine or something. something. Like that. But there was no promotion of it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in England at any point to support that tune right. because Joe Gibbs wasn't doing any marketing any or anything but like that. So. There was a somewhere but, in but Europe. If you saw a video, it must have been in Europe. It must have been either a German appearance on Music Laden or in Holland. Okay, it would have been. And yeah. eventually, the song was so big that Joe Gibbs decided to add. That DJ touched yes, to it. Yes, yes. And it, that was George. Prince Mohammed. Prince Mohammed, George. AKA right. George Nooks. But yeah. the video shows I another guy. <laughs> I know. Did you have any objection to that? Uh, As I said, we were just two young people with mm -hmm. no intention of being in the business in that way. The tune took off. We were summoned to the Netherlands. We went there and they said, okay, we want to set up some tours for you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you're going to have to promote this song on this program and that the program. program. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, whatever you say, I, you know. Right, right, and then sure. because they, the, the version that they liked, the one, one that was released there was the one right, with Prince Mohammed on. Wow. I said, but who's going to do his part? Because mm -hmm. we didn't even know who he was. I never met him at Until that point. the day of the shooting, that's when you, you met this guy? Oh, that young fellow, mm. um, they told me that when I do the live performances, they've got a young man who has learnt the part okay. and he doesn't speak English very well, but he can really? mime to he it, can mime. Okay. Mime to it very well. And his name was Pat Patrice. And that mm. was when we met Bridget. him. Okay. And he was a very good dancer. Yeah, he, he did well dance. That's a personable dance, yeah. fellow. Yeah. And we did the appearances with him miming to the tune. And I, I must say that in the comments, sometimes um, 
most people don't even know whether he's Prince Mohammed or not. Right. Most people don't know. But there, I remember there was one lady in particular who took exception and she said, J.C. Lodge should have known better. better. Yeah, oh, she had this I've man heard, I sing instead that. of Prince Mohammed. Yeah. Why should yeah. I get the real <laughs> person? <laughs> yeah. Poor me. It I, had nothing to do that. with me. I didn't That's why know. I asked you if you, if you had any <laughs> objection. Or did you endorse them no. using this guy? No. We didn't know enough about the industry to okay. even have met now during the 80s jc you 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 started you know once this song came out someone loves you honey you started recording for other people gossip clark uh, willie, willie linda, linda first yes willie linda was first yes and you started having some real big hits um as you know i'm a compiler chart compiler yes and in at the end of the 80s um 1989 in december i did the top 100 songs of the 80s mm. and you were the female with three or four number ones okay. for the 80s oh, that's good. and you were awarded the female vocalist of the 80s oh wow now you did all these big songs there was a song you did that to this day when i hear it i feel so bad you feel so bad yeah why it's a song about um give my husband oh. a message <laughs> I because think i saw myself there <laughs> i was right there i i felt so bad i said man i felt guilty what uh, you cheated on your wife on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we are divorced now <laughs> Well, you, on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I saw myself there. I, I remember at night the, I got a call just like that. So wow. it was my favorite song, really. One of my favorite songs. It really Disney. hit a chord for you. Yeah, though, it right. did. Now, I think Mikey Bennett wrote that one. Mikey Bennett. Yes. I'll get to him soon. Very good songwriter. <laughs> yeah. Very now, good songwriter. You, after a while, you kind of kept out of the spotlight. Huh? Yeah, you I know, kept for, out. Well, I've always been for, trying to for be about in it. Two years, we didn't hear anything much about JC Lodge until. Probably not my choice. The, or right? Anything to do with me. But, but more by to do 1988, with... you came back. Now, I personally want to say this to you. Mm. Is it Telephone Love? Telephone Love is a song that um, opened the door for dancehall music to be embraced by hip-hop i've heard people say that by urban music yeah because that song it was a different song one of the few times african-americans was really going for a jamaican bass no american nothing to it mm. it was just a straight up jamaican song yeah um and you've been told this before yeah i have heard that before yeah so i mean i wasn't on spot so i need people to give me that feedback yeah and when when you heard that this song really opens the door for dancehall mm -hmm. into the hip-hop market what 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 did you think well that's an honor isn't it to achieve that that's great mm -hmm. and but it's not down to me alone i mean well. yes i've contributed to it with my vocals and my interpretation of the song but of course, Mikey Bennett and Hopeton Lindo oh, right. and Gussie Clark, right. who you know produced it and got all the musicians in right. and 
got the excellent um, Stephen Stanley, right. the engineer, and mm. you know, so it's well, everybody the, comes the together. The rhythm, though, it, yeah. from what I, I was told, the rhythm was made specifically for Gregory Isaacs. It was for rumors. For rumors. Yes. And whose idea was it to throw you on? A big strong rhythm like that. <laughs> throw you know, me on. They like throw that. you on it and you <laughs> ended up being the biggest of all the songs mm. on that rhythm. Whose well, idea was it? The thing is that we had done an album with Gusset before called I Believe in You. Uh, okay. And uh, Bob Andy had written the title track. Mm. And this was a lovely song, very sentimental and you know, pretty melody and all mm. that. And uh, yes, I liked aspects of that project, but mm. at that time I'd reached a point where I wanted to not just be seen as this love bird which a lot of right. Jamaican producers like to call the ladies with the sweet voices right. and you know right. yes, there's a here's right. another love bird I wanted to brock out for the <laughs> love bird and this so, gave you the opportunity no so so Errol and I we both were of like mind and we mm. said to Gussie look that project yeah you know it had some good songs and all that but can't we get something with a bit more edge something with a bit more of a dancehall flavour mm. and him say alright well alright let me see what we can do so he had his team of writers mm -hmm. and then when that rhythm came along mm -hmm. rumors rhythm he thought well I could go on this mm -hmm. you know and it's a, had a bit more of an edge to it more of an urban feel so then Mikey and Hopeton and um, I don't know what role Carlton Hines had in it but his he name probably is called, the core writers, yeah so. so they came up with this song and when it was presented to me I was in the studio the day and they just had a piece of it and they said um, we have this tune you know just go around the mic mm -hmm. and sing a piece of this and I said but if it's not finished yet, just oh, finish it sing, first. Yeah. You know, no man, just sing up which is why here, you know, yeah. both of you. Give them inspiration. Yeah, so I went round and I did this thing and I was in my mind I was thinking, I'm not sure about this, I'm not sure this mm. works for me. But I, I sang it and then they gave me what they had and then later on, you know, okay. more of it. So you weren't the, the first person. I wasn't person. sold on it you, first. For the rhythm, you 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 were almost like the last person to go on it then. Since it was broken up the, into... Yeah, I don't know if I was the last They one, had two albums out of it, so yeah, most likely... I don't know where I came in that right, you know, right, um, right, right. list, but it took me a while to get into it because I remember at the time, um, Admiral Bailey had a tune, Jump Up, Oh yes, and I oh, really yeah. loved that, yeah, and yeah. that's the kind of rhythm I was oh, imagining right, being. Right. I don't know how it would have suited Edgy. me, but, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. that's what I was thinking yeah. of. So this rumours rhythm wasn't coming you know wasn't sounding like it in the vein that I was thinking of but I eventually you know I kind of tried to make the song feel more like right, me right, right, you know right. so I did my little adaptations maybe in the melody or whatever and I, I remember with it. when it hit the chart in New York and it hit the chart based on local sales local requests it was on the local chart mm -hmm. then it dropped out of the number one position went down maybe eight nine Mm. And then WBLS picked up the song. Right. They normally these urban station. They will see what's happening over here, mm -hmm. and then they say it was so massive in the ethnic market that they couldn't ignore. They it. couldn't ignore it. Right. And once they picked it up, it's like starting all over again. Yeah, new sales, new, new lease. Yeah. that evil Sony had to bring in Shaba to do a piece. And, and 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 with you yeah. um telephone love and whatever him coming with his part yeah um that 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 song here to me is either your first signature song or it's your second signature mm. song i'd call it the second signature because someone loves you on yeah. it will always hasn't, be hasn't died 
other <laughs> night. Yeah. The, the success of um, Telephone Love led mm -hmm. to major labels came knocking at your door. Yeah. And you went with? Tommy Boy Records. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which was a, a rap label. Um, but we decided to go with them because they had somebody working with them in A&R called Ed Strickland. Oh yeah, I remember and, that name. Yeah, and he was so enthusiastic mm. about me and, and that record and what we could do together. Mm. And, you know, Errol had a good chat with him and um, yeah, he took us to the label and they liked what we were saying yeah, and right. what we had to show. And uh, yeah. So How many albums you did for them? One album. And that album it was? was? One album. It was called Home is Where the Heart is, named after and the... And that was another... Sorry, the... wrong mistake. Not called Home is Where the Heart It was called Tropic of Love. Tropic, Tropic of Love. Oh. Yeah. But Home is Where the Heart is was the track that they released yeah. as a single from that album. Now, I, I know you are very talented, not just as a songwriter, singer, but I remember you had a very popular television show in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was geared towards uh, children. Yes, with the children. educational but fun right. for children. Right. Yeah. Sing and learn. What that was the name of it? Yeah, sing and learn. What was the your intention with, with that television program? Well, it was based on it was Errol and I that produced it together, mm. and it was based really on the, some songs that we had done for mm. children, mm -hmm. um, and packaged in three different cassettes. At mm. the time, it was on cassette called Sing and Learn and it was for ages say from four up to about ten. Four to ten. Yeah and um, they were all educational songs mm -hmm. but done in a fun way and the musical arrangements were covered all all sorts of genres yeah. because we saw how children reacted to music and how right, they learned right, right, right. the songs that they heard on the radio they picked them up like that, right, that so we so thought true. well right. you know if we put messages that we want you know things about social etiquette and things like that to music mm -hmm. then they should pick that up just as quickly you know let me ask you this did you know you had broken a lot of hearts when the show went out the year oh it broke our heart, that's for sure. <laughs> no, you know, yeah. you know that though. You know, a lot of people were oh. heartbroken when that show, because at that time, the only exposure they had of a children's show was Louise Bennett. Yes, Ringling. And, uh, and uh, Rumper Room or something like that. Ringling. Yeah. And Jamaica haven't seen another one since. Yeah, they so, haven't, I don't know. No, not, not that I know of. Yeah, not I haven't that heard I know of any, yeah. At the concert the other day, here in, in South Florida, I've heard so many women had come to me in the industry, uh, singers mm. who, when you were performing, said things to me like, that's my idol, that's my influence. And I know you must have had yours. Yeah. Because we all influence each other. Each other. Yes, who, who were your early influences? Well, in Jamaica, as women, it would have been the I3s. I3s. You know, they were the main ones. Yeah. yeah. And outside of Jamaica? Outside of Jamaica. Well, I love R&B. I mean, there are just so many artists in R&B. Mm. And even in Jamaica, it wasn't just the female artists that were mm. my influences. Of course, Dennis Brown and Bob Marley and John Holt wow. and, wow. you know, Delroy and people wow. like that. But outside of that R&B, wow, mm. <laughs> all those soul groups, just too many to mention. Good. But the ones that I really loved were the moments, 
Delphonics. Yes. You're a group girl, huh? I know. Yeah. And the Delphonics. It's, yeah, a lot of the groups. For some reason, I really love the groups. Uh, was Shy Lights on the list? Shy Lights, yes. But Delphonics yeah. and the Moments. Uh, and the Moments. Um, Earth, Wind and Fire. Fire. Oh, Those, my goodness. Oh, my God. They still give me goosebumps. When I came down here to Florida from New York, uh, 2003, uh, one of the albums that the station had that was getting a lot of plays was con the country oh my album your album oh yes reggae country reggae country yes. you had two volumes yes, i did those with jetstar and uh we were just hoping you were just gonna continue for a while because yeah. there's a song out there free and single oh yes single and, and female yes yeah. um did why did you stop doing that series you did two volumes and it was it was actually um okay at jetstar danny ray was danny like ray, their yes. right hand man mm -hmm. and we met him in jamaica we told him that we were going to relocate to england and mm -hmm. he said oh I, i'm at jetstar you know so when you come check wow. in on me wow. so we did and it was they that came up with the concept of doing reggae country, country music and i thought oh here we go again <laughs> i can't put someone loves you honey to bed i've been categorized i've been put in this box you yeah, are a reggae yeah, country yeah, singer yeah, yeah. and i was trying to break away from that which is why i was interested in a more dance holly right, kind of flavor right. anyway it was being offered i love music it was still going to involve reggae you know we we danny allowed me some freedom on the mm. project as well he allowed me to choose the material, the material so okay. we went with it and we ended okay. up doing reggae country one you, and two. you you had a big comeback in 2021 at least here in america yeah and a lot of people just say jc is back and uh you had a big tune over yeah number one in new york ironically um, called over when i'm uh, trying to show that i'm not over <laughs> and uh, people are on the radio station still asking where is jc lodge now when are we gonna have more, more? it's coming <laughs> it's <laughs> coming it's not over it's is definitely coming yeah okay we have much more to come now that the pandemic how did you spend your two years uh, in um, the pandemic you know what you know what saved me during the pandemic mm -hmm. musically specials really? i've got so many dub plates i can't understand how many sounds are there in the world it's like limitless amount me? of sounds because when you think okay i've done a batch there now mm -hmm. i couldn't possibly have more sounds who don't have a jc lodge special and then you get another batch you're like wow <laughs> you you have a huge catalog Yes. What are the songs that they want in the plate? Um, well, of course, Telephone Love and Someone Loves You, Honey. Mm -hmm. Then they ask for Make It Up To You, More Than I Can Say. You Can Dance. Um, you Can Dance. I've done You Can Dance because in Brazil, that's very big. Ah. You Can Dance. Tell me some more. I've done, I've done Loving You a bit. Since you came into my life, wow. I did a duet with Sugar Miner. I've heard it. Love I've Me heard Baby. It. Love but Me I did Baby. I did a duet with Tiger. Tiger. Right. Yeah. And you mentioned Brazil, quickly, um, where is your, and I know some artists don't like to answer this question, but where do you get with? the best reception <laughs> in terms of audience participation and where do you get the best reception? Um, so far, I would say between Japan and the Polynesian market. Oh, really? Yeah. Those are the people that in the audience they're going wild right, right. and you feel like hey these people are so going on like a Japan, big rock star or something you've been back to japan how many times we went there seven times seven times yeah 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I remember I got a call from Pam Hall because she was supposed to do an interview with me. And she was like, she just got a call. She have to fly out because she have to meet you, then go on to Japan. Oh, uh, was that? Um, how was that for you? You, Pam has, has been a very close friend. Yes, yes. And when you get that, when you get that little roast, you got <laughs> Pam. <laughs> yeah, we help each other out. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice, yes. nice. So now that you're out now, uh, are we going to be seeing more of you in the USA? Definitely, definitely. The show is not over yet. Okay. I'm just in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> so we can expect maybe a North American tour or... Uh, um, something yeah, well, similar. I hope some of the promoters are going to see this and they'll realize well, I'm still here. Still, I'm still alive. Still here, guys. I'm still yeah. kicking. <laughs> still kicking. And you know, yeah. check check me out. You know, I'm and, uh, willing and in able. In your final um, few minutes, um, for young people, young girls, because I know it's you know we all know it's male dominated. It's kind of getting better now for female singers. Is it? Yeah, it is getting better. Okay. You, you if, look you, around, if you say so. They, you, you look around, you see a few of them. A really few. Yeah. Notice In, the word. An increased. An increased amount. An increased amount. amount. Um, the number one song right now is by Sugar. Uh, she, you know, she's with um, Donovan Germain, Penthouse. She had a song called Dear Mr. Government. You have Tanya Stevens out there. Sidella Marley's coming out. Yeah. Uh, what, what word of encouragement do you have for them? Not for those ladies, they don't no, no, my no, encouragement, no, no. you young mean people. young ones. Yeah. What can I say to encourage them? I mean, if you have a passion to sing reggae, then, you know, go for it. But I wouldn't say it's an easy road because you are going to have, you know, you, you can make the product and, you know, make sure that you've got the best musicians and producer yeah, and all yeah. that to make your product great. But then you've got the problem of, how do I get my pro my product exposed? Right. So I think there are people who would probably help me with that. I don't think I've got the answers. So, yeah. mm -hmm. But um, obviously, making a video is a good start, and you know, getting that up on YouTube um, and all the other platforms that young people know about more than me right. to expose. But there's still an issue with that, even when you are on all the platforms. Because I'm here to say, uh, my stuff is on all the platforms. I've got videos on YouTube. No shortage of that it's still a struggle to it's reach struggle. people to know, to let them know i've got a new product out check it out you know yeah. there's still that issue and living in the uk i think has not helped because there a lot of the record stores closed, closed. just like um, here Jetstar was mm. the main producer and distributor mm. they've gone right there's so a harder road now it's a harder road and mainstream radio in the uk they don't play reggae mm. Uh, not not as a rule unfortunately yeah so here maybe they've got more of a chance in the in the states i don't know i've never really yeah, lived you know, here to one that or two extent to people like myself that's still this doing is it. <laughs> right, this still is doing. the guy to help you out <laughs> with, Whoa, the no. with the exposure <laughs> exposure so when you get your product and it's chris Find this is it. the man <laughs> find clinton lindsay all right listen jc we could go on and on yeah in the, in the history between us and so so many things to talk about but yeah. uh, i want to thank you for passing through thank you so and much I for hope having that you me will for actually collecting me and bringing you, me here yeah you know? i hope you will find a way show. i hope you will find a way back to south florida yeah, in the very near of future of course of course well <laughs> listen and when i come to england yes i've been there once only once yeah oh. 
Oh. I'll give you guys a call. Definitely. So, Don't leave us out. No, I won't. So that's it. Um, want to thank JC Lodge for passing through right here on Reflections uh, with Clinton Lizzie. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we get to the other stuff. <laughs>